It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's Hope Helen for Behind the Gloves, now with Dev Sani. Dev, we're being known as the uh, the dream team. What do you make of that? I think you're living your dream. You get to interview Dev Sani. I mean, it doesn't get doesn't get better than that, does it, Hope? <laughs> Good presser today. It's quite, it was quite calm. You didn't really get what you wanted, did you? You always try and rile him up. I try. I think I think you've got to try. You've got to try something. Um, you've got very, very nice men up there. In terms of John Ryder and Zach Parker, just two sound blokes ready to fight don't really want to be here they just want to weigh in and then fill each other in basically so um try and get a little nugget out of them here and there you know ask asking uh, zach parker if he thinks riders an easier fight than android i think that, that gave him something to think about but he was still very very nice about his answer he did nibble <laughs> on that a little bit didn't just he a bit, just a bit but not not enough but look this this fight sells on its merit it's not a fight that sells based on any animosity between the fighters the prize at stake is huge the prize is canelo and if it's not canelo it's becoming world champion so um it's a significant fight and i think boxing fans appreciate that out of all the fights happening this weekend, this may well be the most well-matched and the one with the most significance. Taking off your Queensbury hat for a moment, which I know might be a little bit hard, it's glued on there tight. If you were looking at Parker and Ryder as fighters, as a boxing fan, who would make for a more exciting fight with Canelo? Okay, let me just take my Queensbury hat off. Okay. (laughs) So the answer is Zach Parker, and I'll tell you why. He's big. You know, John Ryder and Canelo are about, about the same sort of size. You know what you're going to get with, with that sort of fight. But with Zach Parker, I think he's actually got a very good chance of beating him. Um, he hits very, very hard. And he believes that Canelo is there for the taking. I haven't, I haven't heard words like that leave uh, John Ryder's mouth. I'm hearing a lot of confidence from an unbeaten uh, British fighter who switch hits uh, in terms of Zach Parker. Whether or not he can beat him is another thing, but he has unwavering self-belief. He's never been beaten, never been hurt. Um, he had one hard fight with Daryl Williams where he like broke his shoulder in the second round and still managed to get the win. So I think he's, he's young, fresh, and he's got the hunger, and he's got the power, and he's got the size to call, cause this version of Canelo Alvarez all sorts of problems. You say about him being hungry and a young fighter, going back to this fight this weekend and away from Canelo... 
but John has said he's starving and it's kind of his last last chance here. Do you think he's going to, I mean, like everyone says, throw in the kitchen sink at this fight if he needs to? I think he will give it absolutely everything and I, I'm a big fan of John Ryder. I think he's a lovely bloke and I, I'll get on with him pretty well. Um, but I, I just think he, he can be as, as hungry as he likes. There'll be a moment in there where I think he'll realise Zach Parker's hitting him very hard and Zach Parker's probably bigger than what he thought and probably better than what he thought. And I think that'll be a, that'll be a tough moment for him. So you think that he's underestimating Parker? I, th- I think you have to underestimate Zach Parker because he hasn't really shown what he can do yet. A lot of people don't really know how good Zach Parker is. Um, I believe, just like from things that I've heard um, that he's done in the gyms, things that I've seen in the, in the gyms as well myself, his confidence, um, the way people talk about him, I believe he's very, very good. He, he might be, he m- might be one of the best fighters we've got in this country. So I think. It's his breakout fight on Saturday, and uh, I don't think John Ryder's underestimated him. I just think he's um, he's going to learn the hard way. Elsewhere, we've got lots of title fights mm. on this card. Who are you excited to see in action? Uh, let me just put the Queensbury hat back on. <laughs> put it back on because it's all through the list. It's it's all of them. I mean, look, Dennis McCann is one of the most engaging, compelling characters in British boxing right now. Harry Bow need to give him a brand deal. It feels imminent because he's been tagging them in for a little while, and within the last couple of fights, they've just started biting, mm. replying, and I think it's it's imminent. If it hasn't already happened around this fight, they will send him Harry Bow. They will sponsor his shorts. Uh, so that's 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 coming in Dennis McCann's future. Uh, you know, some sort of Harry Bow. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. But uh, yeah, he's so uh, so good to watch, and he's just 21 years old. And that super bantamweight division is, uh, in this country, it's suddenly, in the last year, just completely lit up. Look at what Liam Davis did last week, become the European champion. Um, Jason Cunningham's still there. Chris Bork, Brad Foster. There's there's so many great fighters knocking about in and around those weights. And um, Dennis McCann will try and make a statement on Saturday. And I think he can make it. Um, elsewhere, Sam Noakes, 9-0 with nine knockouts. I thought they'd give him a bit of an easy touch to get to 10-0. They've given him a hungry, unbeaten uh, fighter coming down from Scotland. Scottish fighters tend to come to fight when they when they come over here as well. So a tough task for Sam Noakes, but hopefully he can pull it off. And um, you also got Pierce O'Leary. Oh, have you, have you had a chat with Pierce O'Leary? No, but I saw him in action last fight, and he was impressive to watch. I liked how you made a comment earlier about him being Clark Kent. Yeah. He said it. He said it to me in, like in an interview. He said, "Oh, when the when the glasses come off, I'm like Superman in there." I was like, "Okay, say it in front of more people. Let's see if he says so it." You've stolen the catchphrase and made it your own. Essentially, yes. <laughs> Essentially, yes. But I'm glad he said it in front of a, an audience um, here. And uh, yeah, he's a he's a very exciting exciting fighter, a hard hitting Dublin fighter. He's got a swag about him as well. Not he's not cocky, but there is a quiet confidence. And when you've got a Dublin fighter talking like that, fighting like that, turning people into memes like he did last time out. You've got something very special on your hands. Um, And then, of course, you have Hamza Shiraz, who has turned into a hard-hitting middleweight power puncher. I guess on Saturday night we're going to find out what sort of level he's at. Um, River Wilson bent. I don't think we've ever seen him hurt, ever seen him down. He's had a couple of... The only blemishes have come against Tyler Denny in his career, and Tyler Denny is going on to prove that he's quite the force himself in this country. So if Hamza Shiraz is able to completely... If he knocks out River Wilson-Bent, 
it's a big statement as to where he is in his career. He's 23 years old as well, let's not forget that. So he's in no rush to fight for a world title. He's building up very, very nicely, learning in those gyms over in America as well, bringing all that experience. Joe Goosen's knocking about as well. Ryan Garcia's in the same gym. He's, um, he's really coming on. River said up there that he was surprised that he's fighting Hamza. Why do you think he's surprised? Probably feels as though he's being underestimated a bit. Um, and I guess he probably thinks that Hamza should be, I don't know, maybe because he's a rising star, maybe they'd look after him a, a bit better than giving him a, a hard fight like River Wilson-Bent. But clearly, Hamza and the people around him aren't treating it as a, as a fight he can lose. They probably think, yeah, River Wilson-Bent's coming, give him full respect, but it's a fight they believe they can win. Let's throw it back to last weekend in Telford. You mentioned Liam already. Um, he's now saying that he wants to fight kind of for world honours. And I've heard mixed reviews about that. Some people are saying too, too soon, shouldn't even be looking there, needs to get some defences under his belt first. Why not? Every time people doubt Liam Davis, they come unstuck. I mean, Liam Davis wasn't supposed to beat Mark Leach to become British champion. He did. He also knocked him down in the first round. Liam Davis wasn't supposed to be able to deal with the nutcase that is Janut Baluta. He did, and he separated himself from him. Um, so if he wants to fight for a world title, and if he thinks that Stephen Fulton is too small, why not? He, he's got great attributes, Liam Davis, in that division. He's like he's like five foot nine, five foot eight, five foot nine at super bantamweight. Hits very hard. He's got good fundamentals. He can go as far as he wants to go, really. Whether or not that world title will be next, I guess that will be a, a decision for, for all of them and, and how they can manoeuvre him there. But um, I, I love his self-belief. Uh, I, I met him properly for the first time when he was scheduled to fight Andrew Kane um, and he pulled out of that fight injured. But I went to his gym and just the, the unwavering self-belief that he has in himself and what he was going to do to Andrew Kane, it really it, it took me aback. Who else impressed you in Telford? Anthony Yard got, got his man out of there. I think collectively we all breathed a sigh of relief. It was like, oh, thank God. He didn't get cut or anything because you, you know, these things go wrong. He's got Baturbiev coming up. But Anthony Yard dealing with a, a Stephanie Koikov who wasn't just like some geezer that come over with a belly and, you know, eating pizza the night before in the hotel <laughs> and, and lo- living life. You know, he um, he come over to fight and he was, a, he was a tough proposition for Anthony Yard. Um, he hit Anthony Yard a couple of times as well. Not that Anthony Yard particularly minded, but it was a it was a good performance. He had to get him out of there, make a bit of a statement, you know, beat his chest and say, right, Paterbiev next. So that impressed me. Um, I like Ezra Taylor as well, by the way. We got we got something there. He's uh, I think he's only like four and zero. See you later. <laughs> I'll try. <laughs> What was the comment at the end? John, did, I think John Ryder just said he was um, going to punch me in the back of the head. Oh, uh, dear. I, I, I would only hope that he's incorrect. No, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. Yeah, so hear you, you might just be making that up. I'm going to set Zach Barker on him. I'm telling you, I'm going to set... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, it's, it's fantastic. I think Ezra Taylor... But come in. Mate, so what, so what happened? Come in. You were at me at the end Did you say you were going to punch him in the back of the no, head? Of course not. Oh. It's all love. It's professionalism, isn't it? They've got a job to do. I'm trying, right, listen, yeah, it's been a downtime for the gym. Yeah. But 
Oh, so that, that's it's, the it's, question. It's raining today, but it, the sun will shine tomorrow, Dev. Yes. Yes. Uh, so no, this is good. The gym is good. You, okay, so that's, so that's the question. Because you speak in good cliches as well, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's a good thing. Riddles. Well, we had a good interview the other week, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, that, that was, was good. Yeah, uh, got a lot of uh, good feedback. Yeah. yeah. So you're going to knock out Zach Parker? Because I think he's quite good. I think I'm quite good and I think I'm underrated. Um, Lot to achieve in this sport. Watch this space come Saturday night. It's been good meeting you around this whole thing. It just feels like like Frank's a big Arsenal fan. He'd have had you in the box every week. I'm I'm disappointed I never got to spend more time in the career of John Ryder. You never know, Dev. We can come, we're Instagram buddies now and go for the odd cup of tea or whatever. I feel like you're at one of the fun fairs where you're going to knock in the head with a camera, isn't it? You're going to get smashed in the face with a microphone. I'm surprised you're still friendly considering he called you a caveman earlier. Uh, listen, I've been, I'm sure I've been called worse and I will be called worse <laughs> in the future and moving forward. Yeah. Obviously not from Dev, yeah. but I'll let you crack on. I've interfered enough, so uh, I'll see you tomorrow, Dev. Good to see you, mate. We love you interfering. Right. See you later. Right, uh, another thing. Obviously, Frank's not here today. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard that he's had a bit of a bad back. Mm-hmm. Is that the situation? Yeah, basically. Um, hopefully he's back to his best very soon, but uh, I'm sure he would, he would have loved to have been here. But hopefully we see him uh, next week for Fury Chisora. Well wishes to Frank. Fury and Chisora, pay-per-view, mm. um, upped the price a little bit. Not been received well by all the fans, um, especially at times that are hard at the moment, cost of living is high. Why was that decision made? And what do you have to say to the fans who are struggling? I, th- I think any time a pay-per-view is announced, any time a pay-per-view price is announced, you can always expect backlash. Um, even if it was just like the, the normal price, there would have been backlash. Uh, that happens, unfortunately. I, look, I get, I get it. I understand from the fan side. All I can say is, in the defence of the show, it is Tyson Fury. I don't know how many more times we're going to get to see him look maybe it's going to go on forever I don't know because he, he changes his mind he, he might be a Chisora <laughs> yeah, you, you just don't know but you, you've got one of the biggest sportsmen in the world fighting Saturday night in the UK at a good time um, against another guy that you know Derek Chisora and you know he's going to bring a fire you know he's going to bring a war so you've got two compelling characters in a fight for the WBC world heavyweight title and then you've got another heavyweight title fight how often do you get two for one eh we've got a bit of Daniel Dubois against Kevin Lorena in there as well so that isn't being hyped up as much as the other one I know the other is obviously Mm -hmm. Fury there's going to be more casual fans viewing that fight it's going to be more hype but it would be nice to see more focus on Mm -hmm. Daniel Dubois yeah I I think that's going to come next week in particular at at the press conferences but let me hype it up I mean you've you've got a, a former cruiserweight champion a tricky southpaw stepping up in weight to take on the the world champion from the UK Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Bit of Usyk Joshua about it. Um, look, let's see. Daniel Dubois is... Um, he's just started doing a bit more sort of media stuff last week, saying, yeah, I'll be open to fight Tyson Fury. So let's see if he maintains that energy this week when cameras are in front of him and um, see if he does start pursuing a fight with Tyson Fury. And, you know, this will be a chance for him to establish himself at the top table. Uh, of heavyweight boxing he's sort of got a seat around it at the moment with with the belt that he's got but performances against Kevin Lorena knocking him out making a statement uh, you know in front of a huge crowd on a huge occasion at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium that's his his moment to to make a name for himself heavyweights as well uh, Joe Joyce when's what's happening there when's he next out I would love to see him with Tyson Fury 
So would I. <laughs> so would I. Look, I think I think the plan is, is all roads lead to undisputed Fury versus Usyk in the first part of next year, and that seems to be where they're going. Tyson's come out and also said, by the way, if for whatever reason I can't fight Usyk, I'll fight Joe Joyce. Which is great news for Joe. He said Joyce. no before when he said no, Joe. You're not ready. You need to do a few more things first. So why is he saying that? And why didn't he take it then? I think I think he's ready for it now. The, the, look, the reason the fight didn't happen this uh, next weekend coming up is Joyce said he wasn't ready. Look, he'd, he'd gone on holiday, so he he'd ruled himself out of the fight anyway. But also, look, you got you got to remember, he's fighting Usyk in February. Joe Joyce is not the sort of fight that you take before you're fighting Alexander Usyk. Joe Joyce could beat you. He's very, very good. He's a nightmare. Um, and if he doesn't beat you, you'll have been in a fight and you'd have known all about mm-hmm. it. Uh, and it might affect when you go back into camp. Um, it might affect, you know, the date of that, of that Usyk fight. And what, what if there's only a few sort of Saturdays you can do that fight? What if it goes away? So you don't want to be stupid. It would be stupid, really, for Tyson Fury to fight Joe Joyce before he fights Alexander Usyk because Joe Joyce is a hard fight and probably, my opinion, the hardest fight out there for Tyson Fury. So do you want to take on a harder fight before you get your undisputed fight? I wouldn't. I wonder if that's his team kind of advising that or if Tyson's actually having a realist moment. I don't know, but I think I think the um, I think it's a, it's a fight that he's open to now. He seems to be uh, talking about fighting a lot more. He said he wants to fight three times next year now. And um, look, let's let's see. Joe Joyce is in the mix now. He's he's established himself with that knockout of Joseph Parker. The way he did it, the way he beat him up, he's established himself in that frame as a problem for any heavyweight in the planet. And he, in my opinion, he's number two, right behind Tyson Fury. Been speaking for quite a while. Mm. Um, I will leave on this last question, which I know you don't really <laughs> want. <laughs> uh, because of Twitter but Tete and his drug test I have to ask about it obviously his, his post-fight test came back that he had a banned substance in there people are saying that it was a, a weight-cutting substance but it was illegal under is it UCAD or the other one um, obviously Cunningham was in that fight with him and Cunningham was hurt and he was a Queensbury fighter so what can you tell us about that if anything? To be honest I, I, I only saw it when it popped up on Twitter mm-hmm. so... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. And um, yeah, I guess look, whatever happens, we'll uh, we'll start coming out. But I don't. I don't have any information. It was. It was. Yeah, it just popped up on my Twitter. I was like, oh, what's happened there? So um, yeah, we'll see. How does it feel, Dev, when you are saying that? And I believe you. That's that's the case. You don't know anything about it. But people kind of hurl abuse at you or they say oh you do know you're just lying how does that make you feel i mean it's yeah it's, it's gonna happen if, uh, if i'm if i'm trying to you know get out there more and more and um you know do interviews with the like of likes of hope ellen you've made it uh, then 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 i've made it but I'm, I'm gonna you know people are gonna start associating me with with things and you know they're gonna start putting questions my way it's it just sort of comes comes with the territory hey look people are gonna like you or not like you no matter what you do so the, the key is to listen to, or to not listen to people that don't like you, because if you just listen to them, you won't go anywhere with your life. Dev Sardi, thank you very much on that very inspirational note at the end there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll see you Bit soon. of wisdom for you. See you later. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.